Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town, I'm Luke Gregory and here's what's coming up today. A disappointing afternoon at Kenilworth Road as QPR come from one goal down to take all three points and move up above us in the table into fourth. And after that defeat, most of the talk was about the officials. Did the referee and the linesman get loads of decisions right? Is it time for VAR to be introduced into the championship? That's going to be a massive talking point today. I can't wait to get into it. Uh, loads to get through as always. I'm joined by Vitaro. I'm joined by Dave. Uh, evening, lads. Evening. How are we after yesterday's right. game? Because yeah, let's be honest, an evening to QPR fans because I'm sure QPR fans will try and find something to dig at us a bit more. But evening to QPR fans if you're listening and, and watching today. Uh, I was gutted about yesterday's result. I think it was it- a little bit undeserved. I thought a draw would have been a fair result. Yeah. What about you guys? Uh, it's the most gutted I've been since leaving a game uh, this season, I think. Um, you know, just a team that we can't beat. and we, I can't remember the last time I've enjoyed a game against them. You know, they took their chances, you know, they, a bit like we did against Coventry on uh, in the midweek game. Yeah. You know, we, we struggled hard, we, we took and um, we took our goal and then we defended it well. They took their chances, they go over the three points. Yeah, gutted, really gutted because of the position we could have been in. But it's not the end of the world, is it? But it's the most down I've felt all season. Yeah, no, that's it. Like you say, I don't think we've lost at home for a while, have we? So no, it's just. But, but you know, like you, we, uh, you know, we're going to talk about the game in a minute. But it just, it's, it's just one of them clubs that we can't seem to beat, and it was the same with Stoke a, a few weeks ago until um, until we we won two one at their place, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, just since we've been back, I, I think what well, I'm 26 years old. I've only seen him speak QPR once, and that was in the FA Cup third round replay, I believe. But it's, it's I, all right, mate. We'll, we never we'll seem to it. beat him. We'll but get over it by Wednesday. I do feel like it's Sunday. We were going into that game, and a lot of us were confident about uh, about doing this because they were on a poor run. And my mate's a QPR fan. He's going, look, if apparently Hendricks come in and they've not won since he's been in the starting eleven. He was like, if Hendrick plays, you're going to win. Um, Team selection, I think he was fuming that, that one of their boys was on the bench. I think it was Amos or something or Willock or whatever. But it, going into that, everyone was confident of, of us getting three points, weren't they? Yeah. To be honest, I think we was all confident anyway. I mean, even at one all, turn around and said there's going to be another goal in this. Obviously there was. Just not for us. But look, yeah, again, <laughs> that's all. It sums the game up, doesn't it? I, I just felt, I felt, I was full of confidence. I thought we was going to turn them over. We didn't. And... To a point, we've only got ourselves to blame. Should we get into some three-word views? Then it's how you guys described uh, Luton 1, QPR 2 in three words. Neil says, three points dropped. Dan, very, very poor. Mike says, hate playing QPR. Will, no final product. Tony says, we miss Bradley. Faithful Hatter says, poor second half. Jason didn't take chances. Richard says, 11 against 14. Uh, John says, the jinx continues. True. Can't argue with any of those. Well, actually... I don't think, very, very poor. Is he talking about our performance or the result? Because I don't think our performance was that bad at all. No, I did I think in the right. second half, after we had that that chance 
early on in the second half, I don't think we created that much yeah, that we could yeah, look back on and go, we deserved fully to win that game. The last half an hour was pretty drab, wasn't it? It wasn't the best. But no, I mean, overall, like I said, we created enough chances to, you know, put them out of sight. But she weren't to be. And um, like I say, I keep saying it, but we'll take it. We'll go again. But don't be too down about it. But like Mike says, hate playing QPR. I hate playing QPR. I mean, I'd love to play against QPR in a team. I'm sure we all would, but... <laughs> I, I, th- I think also, we said this the other week, uh, we are missing Bradley. We're definitely missing him in the centre there. Uh, and that leadership he has. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I agree with that. Um, 11 against 14, Richard. I'm, I'm sure we're going to talk about that in a bit. Yeah. Despite how much we hate playing QPR, though, it's, it's good just from a fan's point of view to be playing a game like that where the atmosphere is kind of electric and it's fierce and... Yeah, there was some horrible chanting coming from their end at, at one stage, but probably only a select few. I'm not going to tarnish yeah, all away fans fun. with the same brush there. But it's nice just... And Nathan Jones mentioned in his post-match about their celebrations. It shows how far we've come as a club. But you'd rather that than, you know, just a, a boring Saturday at home to no disrespect to a team like Exeter or Swindon, where there's just no atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's These are the games that we've been wanting to be a part of for so long. And yet it didn't go our way, but... Again, I don't, I don't want to be one of them, them people no, that go, course. look how far we've come, but look how far we've come. But we t- yeah, we turn up, like you say, week in, week out. We turn up against these teams. And like you say, with all due respect to the, obviously the smaller clubs and the EFL and whatever else, but these are the kind of teams you want to be comp- competing against. And if you can compete and stay in the games and you've always got a chance, which we know we have, like I said, beat anyone in this division, it's just great to be there isn't it, at the moment. And yeah. competing, like we say, like we're sitting here and a little, well, it's probably not whinging, but we're having a little bit, we're a bit down because we didn't beat QPR. <laughs> very down. It's mental, really, isn't it? We're it's, down a little down. bit. Yeah, we are down. It's but. the most down I've ever been uh, this season. And the only thing about the celebrations is not when they celebrate with the fans. That didn't bother me one bit. It was the way that I think it was done was celebrating over by us in the tunnel area, that area there. That's the only thing that wound me up. But yeah, yeah and but again, you give them stick in that corner, there, yeah. they're going to do it. Yeah. It is. Well, um, and it's like, I saw someone say on Twitter the other day, we love it when Danny Hilton does it and then Tom yeah, Lockyer did it away at Bristol City and everyone's like, oh, I love it. But as soon as someone does it to us, we're all, yeah, we're all a bit, a bit sad about it. But, but that, You're right, it's footy, isn't it? If you give it, you got well, to do it. Well, 100% that, but you, you all know. I wasn't going to say, say I nearly said it, I didn't want to <laughs> say it. Look at you, Anyway, let's get into the game. Four changes from the Coventry midweek win. Uh, Shea returned back in goal, which meant Palmer, I think, goes back to West Brom. Mm-hmm. He did all right in his, his last yeah, game. Obviously, fine. the first game, he, he had that little mistake at Middlesbrough, but pulled off a big save in that Coventry win, didn't he? And, and looked fairly solid. Um, maybe one that we could potentially get back permanently in the summer, potentially? Well, we'll see, won't we? Obviously, what happens with Jed Steer and whatever else. But now, like I say, Shea came in. I thought Shea did, did, did well. Well, didn't have much to do, did he? But he looked comfortable again between the sticks. There was never a moment where, you know, the ball came over... I yeah. thought, oh shit, right, what's going to happen here? It was never, ever a moment like that. And I feel like we all feel that it's always the case when Shay's in goal. Yeah. Naismith came in as well. He was back from injury. Uh, Jerome started and Campbell came in for Potts, Palmer, Berry and Cornick. Changes that look. Campbell, again, I thought was outstanding at the weekend. Yeah. And we said on Saturday, Dave, like one of our yeah. players of the season so far, he's been... Mm-hmm. He's Absolutely. Been, he's been brilliant. Um, I did think we started pretty well in that game. and We were, we were knocking it around well. Um, wasn't too many chances to talk about really apart from one that Campbell had that went wide and then look, 
we're going to talk about VAR today a lot, I think. And I think instead of just doing like a focus on VAR in a bit, we should just merge this all into one and this would just be like a half an hour chat about the game with VAR included. Um, Fair enough. You up for that? Well, because we're going to talk oh, about... Have the, to, no, yeah, the, I mean, I think... We're going to talk about this disallowed goal, aren't we? Well, we are. For starters. Before the disallowed goal, though, you know, like, I think our team was disrupted because Pelly got injured and he went off. I, I, I genuinely felt he was going to have a great game um, and he was up for it. So, yeah, and then the disallowed Although goal... Although I thought Lansbury was brilliant when he came on as well. Yeah, yeah I'm not saying good. he wasn't brilliant. I just, I just think maybe had he had a little bit more time on the pitch, things might have been a tiny bit different. Uh, but the disallowed goal, well, uh, it's it's mm-hmm. it's gutting because actually I didn't see the flag at all. I was up celebrating that one. Yeah, same as that. And uh, I saw uh, the flag straight away because we. So why didn't you tell? He's, he's celebrating yeah. right in front of us, isn't it's he? It's funny you to watch see. Dave, isn't it? That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's on the replay. <laughs> he's like, oh, Dave, one knob. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, in actual game time speed, and and given the position we sit in and where where that first ball went, in my opinion, at that point without seeing any of the and the, the replays or anything, I thought he was on. So, And if he's if, if off, he's off by very, very small amount, well, marginal. We, yeah, we started marginal. down to him, froze it earlier, and I think he's... To be fair, I think the lino's just got it spot on, but it, it looked very, very well, close. If, if that lino's got that spot on, that's the one decision he made right on this, the whole Yeah, I, I think he was slightly offside, slightly, but very, very slightly, but, you know... We did look at the highlights back before starting today, didn't mm. we, and... Didn't we, want to, but Sky yeah, so. managed to pause it right on the ball being played, and yeah, I don't know. I, I, I took one of these placemats off the table to try and make my own little VAR yeah, at line. At a weird angle, which quite was it an nice. armpit? It was difficult to say. I honestly think, and, and this is where, right, I do believe VAR just needs to be introduced because, yeah, that may have been offside, right, but it's marginal, it's very marginal. And I just think in the time it's taken Adebayo to celebrate and realize he's offside. They could have just checked that. Yeah, but it doesn't work like that, does it? That's the, that's the whole point. It does take longer than that. It definitely takes longer than that. So they're, they're talking about VAR light, aren't they, for the get, championship? I don't understand the problem with VAR when you're saying, like, you, your argument against it is, I don't want loads of added time, which realistically... I just, I just, no, my, to be honest, the biggest problem with it is I don't want the game to be killed, the momentum of the game. Yeah, but... VAR. Uh, but it won't be killed. There should be a... T- look, it's... Like a bit like in tennis, right? My view on it is you should have challenges, and you should only have you should have three challenges or two challenges or one either half, and that is literally it. And I believe that if it worked like that, fine. And you've got thirty seconds for each challenge or whatever on the VAR system, whatever you want to call it, the next season or two, probably fucking something different. But um, you have two challenges, one and either half or whatever, 10, 15, 20, 30 seconds, whatever. But maximum of thirty seconds. If it's not, the mind's not made up in thirty seconds with whatever decision and scrap it, you go with the original decision. That is what I feel. I think you can't be that naive that thinking that VAR is not going to filter down at some point in some in some way, shape or form. And had that given us a goal on Saturday, on Sunday, uh, we'd, have, we'd have been loving it. The thing I hate about VAR is the, the punters in the stadium never see it. I don't get why that annoys you. It, it annoys me so much. It, it you, does. you don't see it anyway. Like you, You've got up and celebrate Adebayo's goal on Saturday You've not all you've seen is what you've seen first time round. So why would it matter? You've already had your celebration. So why? what would it matter if the linesman flag goes up and they go, honestly, we're just going to check that. They draw a line and go, actually, he's on. Then you get to celebrate again. I, just, I don't. But didn't the line put the flag up straight away though? Yeah, but the whistle didn't go to the balls in the net. 
Yeah, but then he runs off, then surely everyone else would have uh, sorry, everyone else would have seen it. The flags up in the distance. Some would have gone, I think Addy, like you're offside, mate. Just you know what I mean? <laughs> Rather than going to the whole thing of, oh, let's spend like however long checking the VAR system. I'll be honest, I think what you're saying there is a bit flawed. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm sitting there saying Just it's, you, I don't if, think it works like that, really. If you look at the um the video referee in rugby, oh, for instance. <laughs> now, if you look at video referee in rugby, for instance, you hear what they're talking about. You hear what they want to say. You see it. Act- you see it on the screen. You can see what they're looking for. When you go to VAR in football, the only people that see what's happened are the television viewers, and that's it. And that, that but I, it, I don't it winds see why me up that matters. because it winds me up. I'm paying my money to watch the game and watch it refereed fairly, and I haven't got a freaking clue what's going on when VAR's on. I just don't get that argument. Well, it does my head in. <laughs> I well, I just I don't agree with not being able. Yeah, not, but you didn't see it offside the other day. You were sitting there going, "Well, how was that offside?" I thought he was on. Yeah, you didn't see yeah. that I was offside. So why would it oh, matter? I thought you didn't see the flag. That's probably because he's blind. Clearly, you know, <laughs> Dave. Obviously, people don't watch it. I haven't seen Dave. He does wear glasses. But do you get, but, um, do you get my point though? But you're saying, yeah, no, I get your point, and I'm I'm just putting mine across. I'm just putting my point across. I don't. I you think, only see a goal once when it goes in. It's like you, you don't sit there and go, "Oh well, I need to see it again." Like, oh, well, it just with VAR when the game is paused for a long time. You don't understand. You know, we're checking possible offside, and then we're checking for a handball, or we're checking for something else, and it can go on for three, four minutes. It can, and there's times where it can go on for ten seconds, and they get the correct decision, and, and everyone moves on with the game. There, well, there's sometimes when you don't even know they're VAR checking. So th- th- no, there is, but there are there are points at which if you watch a, a Premier League game on on the TV, television, they go, oh yeah, they're just checking that. Oh, there's nothing. If they've gone through yeah, checking, exactly. it's finished. What's wrong right? with that? I like that. But there are times when they sit there and they analyse in depth and then you sit in the stadium well, what are they looking for? Possible offside, who? When? Well, it, it normally tells you on the screen. What screen? Well, we don't have one. That would be an issue and it's something they'd have to address. No, it would, well, it, Manchester United VAR. don't have a screen, do they? Yeah, and it's done on the LED boards. Sorry, yeah. it would be, was it VAR, possible offside or possible red card? Is that, is that anyway, it comes up with. But, it, um, it, was an, it was a hair... It was offside by. It yeah, was it was tiny. It, it was a great finish, by the way. It was a great finish. It was a great pass, great finish. It's just a shame it didn't count. I do think it would have been tight if it would have gone to VAR. And look, that's already 40 minutes in, but we're going to have this conversation again when we talk about their second. Um, let's talk about our goal. Again, QPR fans are saying it's handball, where um, there's a hit Campbell, is it, or a hit Clark? It's Clark, I think. And yeah. about, uh, Jerome, sorry, finishes like, yeah. and the keeper parries it in and... We're one nil up finally. It's a good goal. The new laws this season say that if the ball hits an attacking player's arm and it leads directly to a goal and it's accidental, then it's a goal and you don't give handball. I also think exactly. it's nonsense as well. So it's not handball then, is it? There's a question. The referee uh, was poor all game. The officiating was poor. Um, but again, you've got to say then you got that decision right but too. But then it's accidental handball. Say, for example, right, it's in the penalty area. And someone's hands up here, they're given a penalty because his hands raised. That wouldn't be accidental though, would it? If the hands raised. Yeah, but it might be. He might have, he might be off balance and the ball hits. I don't know. It might well realistically, why do you want Clark's hand up here anyway? Is he balancing himself? It's back? more hit him like his arms are not up above his head, is it? His arm is like what, Clark. It wasn't above his head. No, it wasn't. Mate, his hand was right up though, in all fairness. I'm, I'm hang on a minute. Whoa, hang on a minute. Keep talking, because I'm gonna have to look at this. <laughs> Well, either but, way, you know, scored, but it but is accidental handball, and it's not handball. 
in that situation. You're right. The laws the laws are clear on that one. So it's, it's well, I not handball. I think it's terrible though. If your hands up here, I'll be honest. Look, it's great for us. We scored a goal from it, right? But realistically, if your hands up or wherever it is, and you control it with your hand either way, it should be a handball. It's only it's been it's, what it's been changed in the last year, is it? That, that law? Yeah, because last yeah. season so many goals it's being chalked off because it's brushed a hand or an arm or it's hit a hand but, or but an arm. Brushing is different. Not controlling the ball up here, where or wherever it is. I'll see in a sec anyway. Okay, you look and we'll talk. But yeah, Jerome did put us one nil up, and um, yeah, at that stage with our record of going one nil up, you thought, all right, this is a pretty good position to be in. This has been all us first half. They've had no chances. Uh, went into half time. Cameron Jerome, by the way, had a brilliant game. Yeah, yeah again, again, work rate's phenomenal. Absolutely brilliant game. So, yeah, well pleased with that. And at one nil, once we got in at one nil, I'm thinking, yeah, oh, actually, there's an incident before they go in, though, isn't there? Wasn't set up the ref. The referee blew the whistle for half time, and there was a little incident as somehow chairs got away without a red card yeah. after a little push in Lockyer's face. And look, even though you look at it and go, there's not a lot of contact. You just can't raise your hands to a face in football. It's just not allowed. Oh. It's a red card. Here we go. You got it? Yeah, his hand's definitely up there. Show. Wait, show me a screenshot. He's playing the whole thing. <laughs> Mate, if, if your hand's not up there, then what's, what's that then? What's that? Yeah. And his hand gets higher. There you go. Yeah, it's not handball though. Jesus so that's Christ. A good thing. It's, it's almost, it's literally head high. All right, so. It's a bit of goalkeeper, <laughs> but don't <laughs> get me wrong, it's brilliant, it's brilliant for us, but I mean, if it happened against us, I'd be fucking livid with that. Yeah, okay. I think I'd probably go home and cry myself to sleep. Legit, that's, that's what would happen. And if anyone, anyone wants to... Do you know what? Just anyone who thinks that is not handball, really. <laughs> okay. This is a good it's podcast just, today, yeah, You've made it? your point. You've made your point. And, and, and you're right. So the chair incident, for me, uh, it's a red all day long. All day long, hands in the face, push someone over. It's a red card. I think two act, there's two acts as well. I think he sort of like pushed him in the face and whatever. Then he sl- swipes down on him, doesn't he? If I did that in, you know, centre of Dunstable Luton... I'll probably be arrested and put in the cell for 24 hours. Yeah. Realistically, I might even get charged. What happens to him? Or he gets a yellow card. I don't... That's I, fair, isn't it? I, I, I generally don't know if the referee actually saw what went on. I think maybe reacted in a way because of all the noise around him or all the shouting from the players. I That's generally... Poor. If he'd have seen it all, if he'd have seen it all, he would have definitely red-carded him. So, VAR in this situation... Are you bothered if you don't get to see the replay? Even though you saw the replay instantly because you saw it on social media, so you've already seen it back. There's no game to disrupt or ruin the flow of because it's the halftime whistle's gone. VAR clears that one up yeah, instantly. Yeah, well, look, maybe, but obviously from where I was sitting from beyond the goal, obviously, I could see it clearly. We could all see it clearly. And it was it was as clear as day, but like you so say, VAR... <clears throat> Obviously, go back and pretty good. It, right, it definitely gives him a red card. It also kills the whole this debate as well. This talking point we have. We'll all be robots soon. We'll be sitting again. Oh, we all know what happened, you know. Yeah, but it's, we say that, but we all know that VAR. And I know this is against what I'm arguing for, but we heard it on Talksport this morning. They were talking about Newcastle's blatant pen, which VAR didn't give yesterday in their Chelsea game. That was well, and they were saying VAR was brought in for we for us to stop talking about decisions, but we still are. I don't think that removes anything. And this is just, uh, it's just like another myth of, of football. Of so, but if you think about that decision for, for Newcastle, it was a penalty. So what, what is the video yeah. referee thinking there? 
you know, but, it, we, but, it, was but, so, it was so clear and obvious, wasn't it? Yeah. But if you're in the stadium and you can, in the same way, you can hear the referees in, in rugby and you can watch it in baggy, then go, oh, it's not because. And you go, okay, don't agree with that. But now I know how you've made that decision. We don't know why they didn't give it. They didn't think it was a penalty. For what reason? Everybody else on that, in that stadium and on the television 100% thought it was a pen. So all the football fans can't be wrong. They can't be wrong all of the time. Literally can't. And that's what I'm saying. And that's the reason I don't like it. I'm being honest. I'm an old person. I'm, I like... Tra- no, but I seriously am. I like some of the... Tra- <laughs> I seriously am. I'm seriously so old. <laughs> no, but what I'm trying to say is I prefer um, decisions... You prefer everything that happened yesterday then? Well, you know, sometimes they go for you, sometimes they don't. Yeah, I'm really funny. How many times this season pre things would have gone against us as well if it was VAR as well? The we problem might, is... We might not be in the position we are now, really, in the league table... I'm not saying we wouldn't, or but potentially, you know what I mean. It could be it's, it swings around about. So I know people hate that saying, but technically, it really is. But the, the problem is that it's coming anyway. You, you're not going to avoid it. They're talking about VAR light for for the championship. VAR so, light, yeah, VAR light. Look it up. Um, it's a little bit less. Um, I don't say there's a, a decision process. A little bit different, I suppose. A little bit less of, on the decision making, but they're, they're looking at VAR light. Um, but I hate it. Yeah, I, I'm not. But it would have been. A, you're right. It would have been a red. I just think it. I'm, yeah, for me, it's just not football, really. I think you need a bit, of, you know, controversy and whatever else like in football, and it's because sometimes it, do, it does lead to a bit of you know certain like things that happen in the game, whereas like the tempers get raised and you know clear and obvious errors. It was originally brought in for, and some of that has been taken to an extreme. Um, you know, when you work in the Premier League, Luke, so... Exactly, and that's why, because I've seen it in action in so many games at work, at Brentford games in the Premier League, and there's never been a problem. There was one, one game against Watford where it took them a couple of minutes to get the correct decision for a goal. But in the end, it went the way of it was meant to go. It was the correct decision. And you look at it and go, fair enough. And for you, they showed it on the screen. At the end, they show the line. They show what they've drawn. It says possible offside. No offence. And it's, 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 fine. it's fine. It's no different to when a player goes down injured for three minutes and you stood there just for three minutes, you have a little chat with your friend. That kills the momentum of the game. That kills a bit of anything. But The joy of the game is the spontaneity of, of, of the goal, of the excitement, of, of the cheering that goal in. And then cheer the goal in going, oh, might be offside now. Oh, just like yeah. you did on Sunday with yeah. Adebayo's goal then. But, no. Apart but, from there's nothing no, to but correct that. When, when VAR's on, even though the linesman might know that the player's miles offside, he doesn't put his flag up until the, 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 the section is complete. But, then, and he could, but you could stop. You could, and we, we've, I don't, but then nothing changes from the fact that you... It does change. No, but you celebrated Adebayo's goal the other day not knowing it was offside. So I what's the that. difference between that. celebrating that that's not offside and, for example, scoring right. a goal and if, then being... There's no difference. Uh, for me personally, right? There's no difference. Yeah, there is a difference. Right? The Adebayo one was... was so a fight was, one. No, not a fight. It's a discussion. Look, the Adib- the Adebayo one was really quite um, hard to spot, right? I'd get that. I can see that in VAR. But if someone in the Premier League is 
two foot offside when he, re- when he receives the ball. The linesman doesn't put up his flag. They finish the move. They score the goal. And he could have called the goal off before any of that crap went on. Got a point. Dave, I am with you on this one. Do you know what? I'm so glad you said that because I was trying to think of something. I was like, hang on, there is something wrong with it. And there was many a times, like you're saying, Dave, that the ball goes through, right? And they sit there going, and people, even on TV, even at the ground, you look at it and you go, well, he's fucking definitely offside. So why are they playing on? Another, next minute, 20 seconds are gone. You know, it happens a couple of times, another 30 seconds are gone. Oh, flag goes up. It'll quit check. Was he definitely offside? Oh, yeah, he was offside or whatever. Hang on a minute. That's the time. Oh, there's no added time. It kills the fucking game off. I'm sorry. But it's, it's, that's all. I agree it's with no, you on that, the right? The coronation is not, it doesn't add up. I'm sorry, but it doesn't. I just feel that's completely irrelevant to the point we were just making of. You were saying you can't celebrate a goal. And well, I'm saying, well, no, you can. It's no different to... Can, what? So, when, so you can still celebrate, you can celebrate a goal when, you know, the player goes through and he's 20 yards offside and, you know, Lino puts his flag up after the goal has gone in. And people go, oh, yeah, maybe he's onside. It's, it's we had it, mean. that Bournemouth game, when we scored that goal and we all celebrated a goal and then they give offside. And you think, we celebrated a goal, it was given offside. Just like if you were to celebrate a goal that was then disallowed by VAR... But what we're saying is the mechanics of that disallowed goal, when you know that your player is clearly offside and they should have flagged it. And it wasn't clearly offside. But I know that. That's what I'm saying. But in the other bit, I don't like about it. You you asked me, you you know, you brought this subject up. I had to say. I'm going to end this conversation. He was clearly offside, right? Okay, well. No, I'm joking. But no, it's just, (laughs) I I personally don't like VAR. On a serious note, I'm, I'm not a fan because it's so flawed. But it's not going away. Of course, it's not going away. It's, it's never going happen. away. Either way, we we have to. I mean, me and Dave are going to have to deal with it. Obviously, out of the three, you're going to love it because you know it's going to happen. Because either way, we'll be in the prem anyway next season. So it doesn't I don't really matter. think it's as bad as you think it is. I really don't. I think because yeah, it's not. It's not as bad for like Brentford because they get like twenty penalties from it a season. But I don't think it's. It's not. You watch it on TV and you go, "Oh, it's terrible." You've Luton have had it what two times in a game, once in a game against Bournemouth. You mean? The we had it against Chelsea away. Oh, yeah. And against Bournemouth away. away. Chelsea away. Oh, yeah, in the FA one. Cup. I can't remember the decision, but yeah, either way, we probably would have been, yeah. But like, we've never experienced it in the stadium at Luton, apart from Bournemouth away, but... Which, by the way, got a penalty that day. Um, <laughs> it should be VAR for all or for no one. That's the other thing. Especially in the FA Cup, which we're not in anymore, obviously, but, you know, it should well, be the same. Um, we're about to have this discussion again in a second because... Oh, look, we've got so much still to talk about. Let's just ignore VAR for a minute, okay? Fuck VAR. Uh, Cal Naismith had a pretty poor game, didn't he? Sorry, everyone. Look, we're probably killing you all with VAR chat, but Naismith had a pretty poor game at the you're, weekend, you're didn't You're killing he? us with VAR chat, not, not us, but yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. No, because I'm just trying to say... Just get on with it. That Come it's on. Nice. Leave that <laughs> bad. Come on. Get on with the game. Chill. And you two... No, you two need a chill. Call me tears. Chill. <laughs> um, let's talk about the penalty. We've watched this back, Bataro. And we've both just gone, what on earth is Naismith doing? Yeah. Why has he gone to ground there? It's, you hear so many people say it. You hear pundits say it. You hear players say it. You hear managers say it. Mm-hmm. Stay on your feet. Of course. Stay on your feet. Stay on your feet. And for some reason, Gray's not going... He's not really going anywhere. He's, he's right. so near the byline. He probably the corner, he? If Naismith yeah. stands up, to be fair, that's it. And Naismith's gone to ground. Why on earth has he gone to ground? And you've just given the opportunity to Gray then just to go, oh, do you know what? I'm going to take a little tumble. Because the thing is, right, there wasn't much contact if you watch it back, realistically. But you've given the opportunity to go and sort of put his leg there and go down, which, you know what? 
Fine, yeah, fair play. go and do it. Yeah, because I mean, we would we would do you know what I mean? We would done it, so it's not an issue. But why are you going down? I don't understand. Look, he's a good player, Naismith. But you know, do you reckon that's just a moment of? It's just a rush of blood to the a head. rush of blood to the head. Mm-hmm. He's dived. He's dived in. And he's probably instantly gone. What have I done that for? Yeah, a hundred percent. It may. You know, we're we're sitting there at the time. Obviously, we're sitting there now, cursing about it, going, "Fuck's he done that for?" But I'm sure. Do you know what? He would beat himself up a lot more than what we're complaining about it. Well, as soon as the tackle went in, you knew it was a pen. Full stop. And uh, you know, nine point five for the uh, execution of the falling over from Andre Gray. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, yeah. any any attacker would have done that, any, and we'd have been disappointed if one of ours didn't do the same. So, great put away the penalty. It was one all, and then let's talk about the second goal because I, I'm sure this is going to bring up the VAR debate again. But um, for a start, it's a poor corner to give away. It's a, it's a ball into the box. There's no one around Naismith, and he he goes with his left and he slices. Um, yeah. I think we'll win with his right. He, he sliced it for a corner, yeah, that's right, I think that. and then the resulting corner. I, 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 this is where I've said. And I said to you earlier, we need to be just doing all we can to get first contact on that ball. We mm-hmm. need someone in that situation to take control. Maybe someone like Reese Berg just to go on. You go, you know, I'm going to put my head through this and just get it clear. Sonny Bradley, maybe. But who was marking Rob Dickey, by the way? A little like Snodgrass was was meant to be around the area. Oh God, yeah. oh, that's a bit. Oh, fair enough. It was a poor corner to concede. It was a poor corner. And I think at the time, uh, I did say to you, when the guy was taking the corner, getting a lot of abuse, I said, oh, bad thing to do before they score. Yeah. And, you know, that happened. The, the, the little flick on, I, I didn't really see it. In fact, I just thought it went straight into first Yeah, the first so, part. so I did from obviously back in the stadium. Yeah. But to be fair, I mean, the ball goes out, obviously, from Naismith. It's, you know, it is a slight error. But it's, it's only a slight error. You've still got to defend the corner. And it's a bit like, mm, okay, things didn't go away. And I'm going to get into that in a second. Clearly, you know, there was a lot more to it. If you slow the footage down and whatever else, and you look at it, but realistically, like you say, Greg, we have to do a lot more. They have to do a lot more. Yeah. Stick your head on it. Give someone a dig. I don't know. Push them out of the way. I don't care what you do. Obviously, as long as it's legal, and they wear a penalty. That's, pen- uh, that's stupid. But, but that ball's been flicked on. What twice before it goes into the back of the net, and obviously then there is the talk of the player who's obstructing Shea in the offside position. Which, let's be honest, yeah. on the still that Sky Show is clear that is offside. You're going earlier, f- yeah. It's not on. offside. I think it's a foul, personally. I don't think, I think it's, it's offside. Either. Yeah, you can give it as both, but for me, I think a foul starts beforehand. I think as the obviously the ball's coming in, I think the first initial flick or whatever happens. I think you see an arm going to. Shay's chest, I think it is. Or yeah, the arms like across the Yeah, of course it is. And I think, personally, I don't think it's offside because I think the foul's already started. So if you want to go to your VAR debate about it, if it goes to VAR, I think they give a foul for that, realistically. But they might say, oh, yeah, but he didn't, you know, stand his ground. But it, it looked like a foul. You know, Shay wouldn't sort of, like, get pushed about, really. But... <clears throat> Saying, yeah, you do. But the thing, the thing is, with that that last goal, you're right. There's a bit of controversy there. But you're even if we talk about video assistance, you're only as good as the people that are watching it at the other end. And we've seen the game, the match officials on Sunday were poor, especially the lino, especially the referee. Referee giving us advantage when there was no advantage, things like that. You know, he he was 
uh, uh, awful referee. He was a clown, wasn't he? An awful referee. So was the and, lino as well. And, well, the, the incident when the ball hit the linesman, it didn't go out of play. Cut, um, mate. What's he? Oh, sorry, what was he doing there? Sorry, <laughs> it's I, I, terrible weather. It just. He shouldn't really got me all of a sudden. Generally, shouldn't be on the pitch, but no. I think that I think is it law eight or nine? I can't remember. Um, basically, says um, the ball is out of play if it strikes the linesman. It's out of play. Um, I think the right decision there would have been a non-contested drop ball, not a flow. But so you know, with VAR, you're only as good as the person sitting at the other end of a television screen. And if it's as bad as the match officials, they're going to miss it anyway. I was just gutted that. We put a lot of work in and we've come away with nothing yeah, again. Yeah, this is it. And a lot of people are going to say about, so, you know, the line like keeping the ball in, right? right some people might go, oh, it's going to be out of play anyway. You know, you don't know, actually, to be honest. To be I, fair. Think, I think Eddie Bayo was on that. Yeah, and I, I just, yeah. I, but, you know, I that, squared it. But what I'm saying is, a lot of people might go, oh, yeah, you know, they'll start digging, they're going to find this and go, oh, yeah, they fucking sort your ground out. He was on the pitch because not enough room and shit, this and that. But realistically, if you're a professional linesman, you're getting paid a wage, you're live on Sky Television. And you're doing shit like that. You deserve to be fucking sacked. I'm sorry. It's, it's disgr- no. It's a disgrace. Yeah. Honestly, it's an absolute disgrace. How can you not know where you are? You know what I mean? Players get told <laughs> where to be on the pitch, right? If you're out of position, you're offside. That's like being offside by forty, if only 40 yards. He had like a line on the floor. He knew he had to stand behind. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, honestly, but, that, but that's what baffs me. In all fairness, I, I, I laughed to begin with, and after I thought, that's not really funny. I is think. It? I think the disappointment, though, the whole disappointment of that goal, it was entirely um, avoidable. Here's one for you on that, on that goal, though: is you don't really see it that much now in the modern game of having players on the post, but. I always think maybe in a situation like you look at that goal back, yeah, the ball kind of goes in the centre of the goal, but if there's a player on the line, is that goal stopped, do you reckon? Off in the corner? I don't think so. No? No. It was just deflating, wasn't it? Um, I don't think we could have avoided it. If, if you're not going to get the foul on the goalkeeper, assumed foul or an offside there, then it's in, unavoidable. And then five minutes added on at the end of the game, and you're thinking, all right, five minutes, let's get one more chance. QPR did very well to kill that game. In yeah. added time, didn't they? Very, very well. Yeah. I don't think we helped ourselves either, to be fair. Like I said... What was with... Well, we kept getting deep free kicks. Naismith's ready to take it. Shea runs over, does a little pass, and Naismith just straight to their defender. And I walked down, I'd love to know the reason behind that free kick. Is it to get a better angle? Is it to start a runner? What, what is the reason for that? Or to try and draw them out a bit, maybe. But it, it was frustrating, wasn't it? To be it? fair, I can't actually think about what happened. <clears throat> What was happening there? I think I was so deflated. Your I, was, yeah, I, <laughs> I was so deflated at the time. I thought, "Hey, listen, it can turn around again. It can turn around again when we play Preston." So you know, at the end of the day, yeah, of course. It's, I think the worst thing is, and and I know I said it pre, and I know that um, producer Jacob tweeted it. My thoughts about Queens Park Rangers is, I don't like them. I never have, and uh, that we never beat them. And that's what Doyle says. <laughs> it just never beat them. It's so sad. I think it's also proved that you can be a professional at a certain thing in life. And you can still be shit at it as well. <laughs> Many aspects. Hey, listen, that. listen. You just got to take it on the chin. Well, we're actually going to go over time today because we've still got loads to get through, and we're thirty-six minutes in. But that was our first home league defeat since the twenty-seventh of November against Cardiff. And Nathan Jones has lost more league games against QPR than he has against any other team in his managerial career. And that's five. Just think about Nathan Jones and QPR. Can't can't get the better oh, of them. Yeah. Um, I. Let's just do this VR focus because we've got so we had like over thirty replies on Twitter to this. Um, producer Jacobs selected the best 
eight or nine here. Uh, shout out producer Jacob working hard as always, and he's done a good job today. I haven't, I haven't had to give him any stick, but not just you anyway. First of all, right, I will ask you two, and I'll give my opinion. VAR in the championship, if it was to come in, how would you like to see it work, or would you just never want it to I'd come like, in? Let's like just to, let's just have a serious discussion. I'll tell you now. how I'd like to see it yeah. work. I'm um, being truthful as well. I'd like to turn up at the football ground, knowing that VAR is in place, yep. and know that it's not working. <laughs> I'd like that to be the thing. All right then, Dave. Um, I want I want it to be what it was originally for, which was clear and obvious errors. Clear and obvious errors, not not micromillimeter offsides, mm. not not that. And then people say that offside is offside, even if you're two millimeters off. If I had to have it, that's what I'd want. And those controversial decisions, as in the red card on Saturday or Sunday, sorry. So that's that's what I would want out of it. But I don't want it to be every single goal scrutinised when you clearly know it doesn't have to be. I would quite like it just to be brought in to the championship and maybe just be for like offsides or like we said, blatant red cards yeah. the other day. And maybe it's one of them things that, and this then will your argument of, I don't want it to be wasting loads of time. You look on the monitor, if the offside is not looking off to the naked eye, then you go with the on-field decision. Yeah. And then maybe... Yeah. And maybe that does solve a few. And I think back to... Or draw a thicker line as well. Or draw a thicker just line. Give, just give like a benefit of the doubt line, if that makes sense. Just give a little, th- a thicker line, make it five centimetres or whatever. And if it is a fucking hairline or a toe offside, then just give the goal. Because and for me, it... Uh, have the VAR referee at the stadium. Yeah. Look, I'm going to I'm gonna go in on a few people in these comments because uh, some of them I don't agree with. Um, well, you still got they've got an opinion whether you agree with them or not. That's why we're doing this thing, isn't it? You're having a chat about it, so you should just read out. But let's what. let's just use the facts, right? Because Richard says here, should we have VR in a championship? Richard says no. It takes all the fun out of goals. True. But like the linesman took the fun out of Adebayo's goal the other day, and if that goes to VR and's given onside, points are relevant. Football is about the moment when the ball hits the back of the net. A goal from nothing or a goal line scramble. I don't want to wait five minutes after every goal. And I just read, yeah, but I read that and I go, it doesn't take five minutes. That's obviously an over-exaggeration, right? There's been times um, this season when I've been in a Premier League stadium where they've gone to VAR and it's instant. It's like, but they check every goal, right? They check every single goal. Only check a goal when you're in doubt of it. That's what I would say. They check everything. They check it to the minute degree and that's what I don't like about it. You know it's a... That's take quite a while. You know, and that's what I don't like about VAR. If they were to check QPR's goal for five minutes, even if it is five minutes, right? Because very rarely, I don't know if it's ever been five minutes and I think that's, that's just three. There was one in Italy once that so was about eight or nine minutes just to let you know. But it's just a misconception of, of VAR that it's, oh, it takes five minutes to check a goal, right? But if you would even if even if he would have said on Sunday... They're going to check QPR's second goal for five minutes and we get a draw out of it. Wouldn't you have just gone fair play? With hindsight, yeah, because we, want, we wanted a point out of the game. Yeah, you're true. It was the other way around and it's different, isn't it? But, but yeah, I, know, I see what you're saying. But look, I just... I'm never going to change my decision or how I feel about VAR and whatever else. But it just... I don't know. I think... Let's have a, let's have a vote on it. Let's put a vote out there. Do you know what this podcast All has done today? Fans. There's going to be, I think, more people listening to you two going, yeah. Dave and Batara, correct? Luke, you're talking rubbish. But I think, I'm hoping, 
I've got a couple here that are going to be listening to me going, yeah. yeah. You just need to read all of these. Yeah, well, LTFC, You've only got Dave. a couple because you've picked them out. I haven't even picked them out. Producer Jake has picked these out. Because he knew yeah. you'd fucking have a whinge, mate. He's like, oh, I better give some to Gregory. Oh, well, LTFC Dave says, yes to VAR in the championship. Officials are consistently poor with the potential money on the table. Something needs to be done to help them and VAR is the most obvious solution. All right, fair enough. And I, yeah, I agree with officials are cons- consistently poor. But then guess what? They're getting paid a wage. Take them out of the game and just use a computer then. There you go. How about it? Because realistically, what are they getting paid a wage for? If you have a computer or a monitor overruling the, the forfeit, uh, forfeit, lino, the referee, or whatever else, what is the point in having a human being there? Well. Why don't we just have a robot? I'm, no, seriously. Yeah. Like, why are they there? Why are they getting paid this much... This wage, I don't know. Put them in the army or something, or put them wherever. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> no, seriously, come on, man. They're getting paid a wage. I just, they're getting paid you know, a good wage to I do think, a job, I think and they're shit at it. I what we've all got to realise is uh, it's unavoidable. It's unavoidable that it'll filter down. Unavoidable. I might become a referee. Seems like easy money, doesn't it? Well, Brian says no to VAR because instead of making a decision, officials rely on VAR to make it for them. Over time, this has reduces the effective decision-making of officials. Referees should work as a team, including the fourth official, and the same four officials work together all season. I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Totally agree 100%. with that. Because the referee, especially on televised games, is frightened to give that decision because it's, it's, it's looked at in, in the nth degree. Yeah. The nth degree now. And, um, yeah, I, I think it does take a bit of it around from Because he, he also knows, you know, what, I'm going to let that go to video referee crazy but I agree with Brian well done Brian good point yep. I do think there would if they can make a way for VAR to work better than it currently does then I'm all for it because I, I will admit it's not perfect but I just do think having it is just it, it just benefits I just find it crazy club. we have so many fish, like, so many people officiating the game and whatever and they still can't get something right I just find it amazing yeah, you have a fourth official, all right, and he doesn't do much. You have, you have two linesmen, you have a referee. You probably have you have people upstairs, obviously in the Premier League, for example, watching the games. You probably have about eight people in that one room watching one game from different angles. What's that about? Come on, man, you're wasting all this money on shite, basically. Oh, you've raised no, a real big thing this no, today, honestly, you? You've raised well, a real big thing. I just don't understand it. I could sit here and moan for five minutes straight about it. Let's let's do, listen, like, mate, I'll, you, I'll call VAR on you in a minute. Let's do, let's do a few more. Gaz says, yes to VAR, but only when they can use it properly. Doesn't need to go into minute detail, just clear and obvious so it doesn't take forever. Any doubt on offside should go in favour of the attacking side. Yeah, I like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. No, we like, I like that, actually. In favour of the attacking side. Yeah, fine. Barney says... Benefit of the doubt. Uh, Barney says, I get the pros of VAR, but still hate it and having to wait five minutes to find out if you can celebrate a goal. Again, a misconception of VAR. Very rarely you have to wait Not five in cer- certain circumstances, though. Feels like Realistically. It, though. it feels like it when you're watching it on the telly. It is a drag in all fairness. Yeah. Uh, to be <laughs> honest, we're missing the Man City game right now. I mean, I'm sure there's been about 16 VAR moments in that at the moment. Actually, probably knocks the Man City probably yeah, dominate. Finish what yeah, you're saying. Um, so yeah, still hating having to wait five minutes to find out if you can celebrate a goal. Definitely think the officials should be held more accountable for their actions, though. Absolute shocking display from all of them, and absolutely zero consequences. But yeah. uh, that's the one I saw a lot on on the weekend. Is oh, let's just get better officials. But look, let's let's be honest, uh, that's going to take officials never years. have to officials yeah. never have to explain their decision making, and maybe they should start doing that. Maybe they should come on after the game. Yeah, the reason I didn't send that man off was because this. 
And you go, oh, okay, we understand that. But they, they're, they're not accountable. Barney's right, they're not accountable. Percy says, the problem with VAR is the same clowns operating it who will be in the middle of the referee in a game the following mm-hmm. week. They have the benefit of multiple replays and still make the wrong decisions. It's a lose-lose situation. See, there you go. It's true. It dep- we just said that. Whoever's behind the monitor is as culpable as the referee on the pitch. And, and they, just, you know, they do make the wrong decisions occasionally. John says, yes to VAR. I'd like to see it as much more often than... Sorry, I'm going to read that one again. John says, yes to VAR. I'd like to see it as much more often than not. The review doesn't lead to the... Sorry. Yes, it's... I'd like to see it as much more often than not. The review <laughs> does not lead to the right decision. Unfortunately, not always. Who put that in? John, John wrote that. <laughs> no. Who wrote it on? Where's, where's you know what he's anger? trying to say there, right? I get what he's trying to say. Yeah, so look, I'm, see... I'm bad at reading, but... No, hang on a I'm, I'm, I'm very lost with this. To be fair, I'm about three or four, five, six pints down, so yeah. I suspect there's a couple of paragraphs missing there. Uh, well, either way, he's basically saying it does lead to the right decision yeah. mostly ah uh, yeah. there's someone who works yeah it, unfortunately not always it was a comma in there that was it yeah couldn't yeah. find a comma but yeah but it's piss. And, yeah and I'm I, and that's what I look at VR and go I'm happy to accept the fact that most of the time we'll get it right and in the odd time they'll do a decision that's a little bit baffling True. but then again that's like it without it that happens Kevin says no because it's a time waster. I guess we already get 20% less football uh, than the 80s and 90s, the golden age, due to arguing with the ref, simulate injury, six subs, match management, time to get back to the basics, respect for fellow pros and the official decision yeah. being final. Yeah, I like it. Well, It's nice. never going to happen though. But it's it? not going to happen because there's too much at stake now. There's too much money in the game. There's too much to lose. And that's what everybody's trying to protect. You know, we, it, you know if we do get to... Uh, go to the Premier League at some point we're going to earn multi-millions of pounds for the club and it's too much to lose on on a decision that's wrong and that, that's why VAR's there and rightly so well it does take some of the enjoyment out um, well we'll see we'll see if, if, if you know if we're lucky at the end of the season get to the playoffs and we get to that final we'll know then won't we yeah. if it's going to help us Imagine we got promoted no, to the Premier League there. in the I playoff think... final against QPR with a goal that was given by VAR. And then would you hate it? <laughs> no, then, then would you hate it? I tell you what, if that ever happens, if that happens... No comment? No, You're honestly, right. mate, if that happens, I'm on it. I'm, 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 for, I'm pro VAR pro if that VAR. happens. But you know what? We'll be very lucky to, to even get that far. So fingers crossed that, you know, we have a better performance in the midweek. Look, I hope this was a, a good debate to listen to and, and didn't annoy you because I know... It has been very yeah, for and against. Well, um, but that's a discussion, isn't it? Everybody's got their own views. Well, I was going to say let us know what you think, but a lot of you already have. Uh, I'm not interested in football anymore anyway. Told us about what you think. But if you if you do want to say anything on what me, Dave and Batara have been saying, then uh, yeah, tweet yeah, us at Owen so. the Town or, or get us on Instagram. Can we not, just don't be too nasty, all yeah. right? And, and also, <laughs> can we not talk about it again? Cause, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, YouTube, you like to leave comments. So comment below. Out of us three, who do you agree with? Look, if Say whatever you want, because sometimes, especially when we play QPR, um, QPR fans like to jump on that. So QPR fans, let us know what you think. Yeah, or don't. <laughs> or don't, yeah. Uh, we got Preston on Wednesday. We're massively running over time here. Um, uh, Preston, you know, you know what? We're not against Preston. 
everything's everything's back on again, isn't it? So come on, good. No need to panic yet, though, is there? Well, Absolutely not. Like not. We were panicking, but there's no, no need to be a little anyway. bit worried or anything. And we're having a good season either way. It doesn't matter. If let's, we finish outside the playoffs, so be it. Let's just we, keep going. Let's, get, let's be excited and just keep going for it. Just enjoy the season as long as we can enjoy the season. And uh, I still think if we're going into them last four or five games with still a chance of getting playoffs, then. Uh, why can't we? Why yeah, can't so. we get them? You know, why can't we get them? We just need we just need that little run to continue. Now, we've had the blip. Move on. Work hard Wednesday. Get a great goal. Get yep. a, get a great result. And then what we have to hold after that? Let's see how it goes. Lovely stuff, guys. Thanks yeah. for joining me tonight. And uh, You're welcome. Yeah, let us know your thoughts on VAR. Do you want it in the championship? Do you agree with me, or do you agree with these two? Sat opposite me. Look at them. Well, anti, I, think anti I, think we, I think we put a good point over let us know enjoy Preston on Wednesday if you go and enjoy Hull as well and get us on YouTube over in the town socials over in the town we'll see you next week